with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing stuttering host. This week on uh, PTI. Did you say your name? Year anniversary. What? Did you say your name? Yeah, I'm doing Matt Soroka. I haven't introduced you yet. I didn't hear Matt Soroka. You just went straight into like a PTI story. Oh, yeah. This is Matt Soroka. No, for the 20th year anniversary... Um, in, for PTI, they, pardon the interruption, they had Barack Obama come on their show and say a few words honoring them for their 20th show. Okay. Josh, when we do our, I mean, the 20th season, Josh, when we hit our 20th anniversary, who will our special uh, guest speaker be? Certainly not Barack Obama. No. Uh, 20th anniversary? Yeah. Who would bring right. in here to speak? I guess, well, what are we at now? Eight years? Nine years? I think we're at eight years, right? Yeah, 12 more years. All right, so 12 years. So I will be six. I will be 53. Um, We will, uh, I don't know. Uh, Silas. (laughs) Silas will come on. (laughs) You have someone else, someone better? I mean, I was going to say the intern, but I don't know if he'll be around. I don't even know if he's alive now, let alone 12 years from now. That's true. It's a 50 50 chance. No, the why well, I, I think I mean after the Orioles win the World Series and people forgiven Chris Davis, maybe bring Chris Davis back on here. Chris Davis, he's, I mean, yeah, that's always he's always welcome. Yeah, he, I mean, if you want to go by a former guest, then yeah, Chris Davis makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, or at um, that point we might get whoever's inducted to the Hall of Fame um, that year. Would that be? I don't. I guess that maybe the that's not. I don't think Cedric Mullins to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. I was gonna say I think it's that. We're in such a sad state of affairs that 12 years from now, there still will not be an Oriole inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because it would mean the guy has to play Hall of Fame worthy for like the next seven years, retire, and then sit on the shelf for five years. Yeah. And there's no one who really has that. There's no one that's going to put that in now. Yeah. Not yet. 
Maybe maybe uh, Zany Burt Rodeo will have another story for us by then. Yeah, there we go. Celebrate 20th anniversary. We'll bring Burt back here. You know, I want to talk to you about something today that is going to lead to a – we haven't had a guest on 336 in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I got – yeah. Okay. And and I'm going to have a guest booked in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I want, to get, I, I want to have a guest booked in the next couple of weeks too. We talk about off-air. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about mine on-air today oh, okay. because it's a, a – I guess we'll, we'll save it for ball four. Okay. I want to tell you about a, a new podcast. Oh, sweet. So. Always love new podcasts. There's not enough out there. So uh-huh. let's throw a couple more on there. So this was, so Matt, this was your trial. Oh, I guess, I don't think you introduced me. So I'll just start with uh, hello from uh, Braves Country. Huh. I, I did say, I said, Josh, who would you have? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, hello from, from Braves Country. It's nice to finally be in the World Series. Yeah, you come it's been to a long time. Florida. I tried. I went to multiple stores today to try to buy a Braves jersey to to annoy you on the podcast today. Because mm. everyone down here at work and all friends, they're all Braves fans. They're all taking credit for their team finally making it to the World Series, as if it hasn't happened in their lifetime. And now, uh, Josh, you were there last. I mean, during the last World Series, you were you were in Florida. Did you notice? Yeah. The Tampa, I mean, Tampa Bay was in the World Series. Did, did you notice a lot of Tampa Bay gear last year? A little bit, but not as much as the Braves gear. Yeah. But what I saw is I saw a lot of Bucks fans. I've been waiting my whole life for a World for a Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of uh, suddenly Buccaneers fans here in Jacksonville. Yeah, and you and, you and Lightning you would, fans. When people go cross sports like Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then Atlanta Braves, do you take issue with the cross sports? I'd like to know why. I mm, I understand you want, you want sports fans to. To explain to you their, their yeah. fandom. Yes. Yeah. I understand the Braves fans here. Yeah. And I get it because the Braves were here well before uh, Tampa, well before Miami. Yeah. Atlanta's three, letters. three and a half, four hours away. TBS broadcast them everywhere. Yep. But it's like a road trip. It would not be a problem. If the Orioles were playing in Atlanta, I could easily make that trip. Right. No big deal. So I understand that and I get that. It's just, come on, is every. Is, is this what I get to learn about Jacksonville in the first first two years here? Is that they jump on board with every championship team? Just settle down. You had the Rays last year. You can't have the Rays and the Braves. You can't have the Bucks, the Lightning, and then the Braves. If you've got the Bucks and the Lightning, you have you're stuck with the Rays. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but as much as ever, and here's the and here's what irritated me even more. Because everyone down here says they're Braves fans, lifelong Brave fans, lifelong Brave fans. I went to a Target today, and I went to a Academy Sports, which is like it's like the Florida version of Dick's. No Braves shirts, and the Academy person just laughed at me, like, "Why would that be here?" If they everyone's lifelong, or no, because they just don't sell them. Because they don't sell them. She said we never have them. She told me I have to go to Fanatics. Hmm. So she directed me to a website instead of – so she's telling me there's no stores in Jacksonville that would sell Braves gear, but everyone at work tells me they're Braves fans. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So, not up there. I uh, know. But since I'm now in a Jacksonville-ish St. Augustine residence, I am a Braves fan. Fair enough. I'm, I'm undecided where my loyalties lie for the World Series. Yeah, you told me this weekend you were not undecided. Yeah, I mean, I like Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker reminds me of Buck Showalter, right? The Tons old guys. Old school throwback. Um, never but, won a World Series. 
Right. But I feel like the Braves remind me of the old school baseball of not analytics and just a scrappy bunch of guys. Yeah. I mean, at this point, all the GMs, right, are super analytical. So that's the, that is what it is. Right. But you're right, Josh. Both managers, I mean, the are, are not. manager, Brian, Brian uh, Snicker, he's kind of old school too. And so I think the interesting thing, because some people have, have linked Buck Showalter to the Padres. San Diego Padres. Yeah. And some of the more kind of younger, um, I think really pretty intelligent Oriole fans snicker at that because they think Buck Showalter is like a laughing stock as a manager. I don't think and he they is. Would think Buster, but, but they would think Dusty Baker's a laughing stock because sure. they think if, if you're not kind of a mathematician and if you don't know about WOBA and all this stuff, then you can't manage. But I would argue there's a lot more than managing a team outside the sabermetrics. I mean, and you can have a guy on your bench to, to give you advice as far as when to pull a pitcher and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like you can have that guy on your bench. You've got the, you've got the note cards and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and you can have a guy who prints off the, the note cards on, on how to pitch and how to play and how to position all that stuff. But I don't think that always needs to be the manager. And so it encourages me that you do have two kind of old school, old fashioned managers in the World Series, even yeah. though and Houston won't even extend Dusty Baker, and what they're going to do with them after the win, like that's probably why I want the Astros to win the World Series because they don't want Dusty Baker as their manager. They just brought him in to clean up the mm-hmm. the, 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 the image. appearances, yeah, yeah, the, the whole cheating scandal. Because that's why he's never been renewed. So, what do you do with him if they win the World Series? Do you fire him after he wins the World Series? I think that'd be pretty entertaining. Yeah, I think I'm I'm always a fan of the players' coach. It's why I like John Harbaugh. It's why I love Buck Showalter. I feel like the non-analytic coaches are way more player coaches. Analytical coaches are not players coaches. They're just they see the players as computers. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I love this setup. Yeah, and and I mean the other good thing you look about at Brian Snicker, um, the thing you like about him is he a little bit of the Brandon Hyde thing in that he was been there for a while. So mm-hmm. You like to see that he's been there since 2016. Which is, you know, not an incredible long time, but for the life five of the years. manager, it feels like a long yeah. time. His first year, um, you know, he was there for 124 games, only 159. The second year he was there, lost 90 games his second year with the team. And then slowly they, they kind of have built up from there and had a lot of success. Um, but this is, again, his first, obviously his first trip to, to the World Series as well. So right. new blood. Um the Astros, of course, have been there re- re- recently, but but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the World Series. It's a World Series where I can actually watch and not just hate one of the teams. Yeah, if it was the Dodgers versus the Red Sox, I wouldn't watch it. I don't nope. think I would watch it. No, not at all. Um, maybe I would watch it just in the sense that I would be rooting hard for the for the Red Sox to lose, maybe, even against the Dodgers. Right. That um, it, It's the type of game where I used to get in trouble for wishing for earthquakes. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. It's 2021. Yeah. And listen, I get the Astros, the cheat scandal. I get all that. Um, there's very few remaining players. Right. Or managers or GMs. Like a lot of people are like yep. fired um, or kind of moved away. Um, so there's very few players remaining from that original team. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I think I'm slightly rooting for uh, lean, lean towards the Astros, but. That'll I'm be good. Not, you're you're leaning towards the Astros. I'm leaning yeah, towards the Braves. We're all good. Yeah. All right. Fine. So. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's our World Series pre- preview. 
Yeah, I mean, that's about it. It starts yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I just hope the games don't last six hours. That's all I'm rooting for. Well, there, there's no Dodgers. There's no Red Sox in it. The game should be okay. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't know what time the games are starting, but you don't need to start the games at 8 o'clock, right? Because you don't need that West Coast. Oh, you're going to still start at 8 because you want the prime time. Oh, man. They do, Josh. I'm, I'll let this go, but they do have a problem when every game ends at midnight on the East Coast. Oh, totally. I think yes. that's a big problem. It is. But whatever. It is a problem. I, I think I the know, games. You have to be diehard to stay up till midnight. Right. Well, or your team's in it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Diehard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Now, I think with these two, two teams, I don't think it'll be four hour games. But still. Um, well, I mean, we've got these computers in front of us. Let's see what time the game actually starts. I, I it starts at 8, 8.09. 8.09? Yeah. Oh, what happened to 8.08? And they're pushing it back another minute? What are they doing? Two national anthems or something? Got to push it back a minute? Yeah, it looks like all the games start at 8, 8.09 every game. 8.09, 8.09, Yeah, and I know oh, it starts. For Sunday, October 31st, 8.15. Then... Uh, why would you start at 8.15? What are you scared of? On Sunday? Uh, yeah, like why would you go 8.09, 8.09, 8.09, 8.15? What's know, different are... on a Sunday? That six minutes is going to make a difference. Yeah, I mean, you're already going up against Sunday Night Football, so. I guess is Sunday Night Baseball always an 8.15 start? I'm not watching you anyway. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. But... Or is that game seven? Would Sunday be game seven? Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, it should be. I mean, it started, the whole series starts off tomorrow, 8.09. Hopefully all the games are on Fox, so you don't have to hunt around for the game. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Right. Maybe it's Halloween. They need that extra six minutes to, for some trick-or-treating. For people to get home and trick-or-treating. Right, Maybe yeah. there be some trick-or-treating pregame stuff. Right, right. They need that extra few minutes for a little bit more to get in some extra Halloween jokes in and some video packages of, of ghosts of uh, baseball. Yeah. I think that would be good. I think if, if, if all the players dressed up in Halloween outfits and played the game in Halloween outfits, I would watch that. I agree. I would watch that. Yeah. Even if it wasn't Halloween, I would watch that. All-Star game? That's true. I'd watch it. Um, You want to... How about we talk a little Ravens, and then we'll get into the Orioles. All right. That was an ugly game yesterday. All right. Let's get into the Orioles. Josh, we used to joke about um, having pitching tryouts because the Orioles are so desperate for pitchers. We could probably yeah. go in there yeah. you know, and try out. I think we can do that. We should do the same thing for anyone who can tackle. Like I, I had the same thought. Tryouts for anyone who can tackle a player. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those Weeble Wobbles when we were kids? Love the Weeble Wobble. I was yeah, wondering if we can go – I think we should start a campaign where we go on Amazon and we just send Weeble Wobbles to the Ravens' castle so that everyone can practice tackling. Yeah. Because we had a huge problem with tackling on Sunday. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, my, my final thoughts on the game, I don't like to talk about losses. I, don't, I didn't turn on 105.7. I didn't check Twitter. I, Did I you hear about hear the drunk people. guy? Huh? Did you hear about the drunk guy? No, no, I, no, I ignored everything. I don't like to talk about loss. Got into the broadcast booth during the Ravens game, the radio broadcast booth. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Sandusky apparently yelled at him to get out. Hmm. Mid, I like Sandusky. Um, but no, my, my final thought is I think it's a good loss. I think you have bad losses, you have good losses. I think it's a good loss. 
I think the fact that it comes before a bye week is helpful. I think you've got fortune, a lot of wins. I think this exposes you for things that showed up in other games, but you kind of got away with it. So I right. like, I mean, this is, I'm looking at January, right, when the games matter. And I think we're going to be there in January. And so I think this game was yeah. good. Kind of wake up all. You need to clean your ish up so we can kind of do something in the playoffs. And so I think it's a good loss. Go into a bye, work on stuff, and then come after the bye and then win some games. I can I can see that. Um, because you're right. We have seen tackling issues all season. So it's not like this is a new thing. Yep. So. All right. Yep. We get some Orioles? Yeah. What do you want to go with the Orioles? Um, well, just a little bit of news here. They, they cut some players. Yeah. They, they're down to 35 people on their 40 men. This is what we talked about the week before. That they're going to have, decisions. and maybe two weeks ago, they're going to have, there's a lot of guys. They're going to need to be taken up the 40-man. So this is yep. just the start, all right? Um, Austin wins, was outrighted. Yep. Matt Valeka was outrighted. Yep. Tom Eshelman and Connor Wade. Yeah, no surprises there. Yeah. And, oh, and uh, I think Zach Birdie, at the end of the season, he was already, but he's picked up, he was picked up by the Diamondbacks. Um... You still have, and that kind of frees up because right now you're 35. Right. But we talked about this. They're, the guys who were on the 60 man DL or I coming back have to come off and be put back on the 40 man. Because when you go on the mm-hmm. 60 day IL, you get removed from the 40 man roster. Right. So that's five players currently. Yeah. Harvey, Lopez, Aiken, Mateo, and DJ Stewart. Yep. All need to come back on the 40 man. Yeah. I don't think they're all coming back on the 40 man. You don't think all those five guys? Mm-mm. I think one of them's not. Which one? I think DJ, DJ Stewart's not coming back. Mm, I think they'll be back there. All right. We'll see. And then, of course, you have a bunch of... Um, so, so that, it seems like the room with those five guys, okay, well, there's five guys that could kind of right. fill those spots. But then this is where it's going to come to the Rule 5 next, where you have D.L. Hall, Cobb Bradish, Taryn Bravra. And a whole host of names yeah. who need to be protected. So, we'll, so more names are coming off that 40-man. Right. And last year, we protected six players. So that would mean get it down to 34. Yeah, and that doesn't include Adley Rutschman because he's not eligible for the Rule 5 draft. Right. But if he's going to make the open day roster, which yeah. we think and hope, uh, it's going to be in the 40-man. So there's a lot of <laughs> – there's going to be – I mean, the, the names of Wins, Valeka, Eshelman, and Wade, that's just the beginning, boys and girls. Right. And remember, the 40-man roster, half of them are pitchers. Yeah, half of them so, are these relievers. Yeah. Right. So some of those relievers are probably going to go away again. A lot of them are, yeah. That's probably where you'll make the difference. Yeah. And that doesn't include um, Rule 5. And it doesn't include what hopefully will be a whole bunch of free agent signings that yep. you have to fit on your 40-man, too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, last year there was what? Um, I don't know if um, – I don't remember if King Felix was ever put on the 40-man, actually. He just got the invite. I think, yeah. I think he got the invite and he never made it. Yeah. He was then released shortly after. But, um, yeah, last year you had Matt Harvey and you had Freddie Galvis and Michael Franco. We'll see who, we'll see who's there this year. Um, in fact, Josh, if you want to go there a little bit, uh, you want to talk a little bit about free agency 2022 and who the Orioles – should, could, or will sign? All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Give me some big names. 
Well, I look at this as, and here's my, I broke it down into, I think, the three key spots where I see the most holes. There's really four spots, but with the reliever position, there's just so many names. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, relievers I'm not worried about. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're all the same to me. I don't know. I mean, there's guys like Michael Givens out there. If you're like Mike, 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 Michael Givens, you can bring him back if you want. He's a free agent. But I don't know. But as far as um, – so I, I looked at three positions, starting pitching, third base, and shortstop because I feel yep. like these are kind of the three biggest holes that are kind of currently and for next year will be there on our team. Right. I, I saw some people um, – I know like Locked on Orioles. I saw they had a podcast dedicated to who the Orioles should sign as catcher. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't I matter. I want, who cares? I want Adley Rutschman as my catcher. Yeah. I don't care who's backing up Adley Rutschman. Right. You literally can have Chance Sisko back there who's a bomb. Yeah, I don't care. Anyone back there. Um, right. I would prefer if you brought back uh, my boy Alex Murphy and had him catch. But whatever. You, know, you bring, bring back that. You can put anyone back there. So I don't care. Um, but here are the positions I care about. Shortstop, third base, starting pitcher. Okay. All right. Well, third shortstop, who, where do you want to go? Third base. All right, let's go third base. Who's the top guy at third base? There's two top guys Good in the free agent market. Good, because we'll never get the top guy. I think the guy who's going to make the most money, I think, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. I think the guy who will make the most money is Chris Bryant. Okay. Free agent. All right. Um, the next guy on the list, and this is the guy, this is my dream guy. Yeah. Um, at the position of third base. And that's a guy who we recently saw hit three home runs in a single playoff game for the Dodgers. And that's Chris Taylor. Right. Okay. So Either my, of those guys, huge improvement from what the Orioles currently have. Yeah. So this is my dream scenario, right? I don't think it's going to happen. My dream scenario, we, we signed Chris Taylor um, from the Dodgers. We signed right. Who, Chris Taylor's probably Chris Taylor's going to get paid well after this postseason. Yes, and he's also the cool thing about Chris Taylor, and the reason he's my dream as opposed to maybe Chris Bryant is defensively he can move around the whole time and he can play a bunch of different different positions. And I kind of like that flexibility. Um, and the dude's just kind of fresh in my mind; it's been great. So that's my dream. My hopeful, like this could happen, but it's barely again still very unlikely. But my hopeful is Eduardo Escobar at third base. Um, and okay. my more more realistic probably will happen is I don't know I'm just throwing out a guy Jake Lamb. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't want that. This is a guy who kind of reminds me of Miguel Fran- uh, Michael Franco in that he's had some past success, um, specifically at the bat. Right. You can get him close. Capture some of that that previous success he had with the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a, a realistic guy. I see them going after. Yeah, get him close to uh, close to minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do some like a similar to a Franco deal from last year. But see, with this whole conversation of take the Orioles taking the next step, Jake Lamb is not a next step guy. No, Chris Bryant is. Yeah, you could throw out twenty names that are essentially Dick Lamb, right? Like, right. Not, um, I mean, I think if you're the Orioles, the only argument you could make is. Well, Gunnar Henderson is, is my third baseman. He's just not quite ready yet. But exactly. Ready. But he's not, not going to be ready. Year after. But he's not going to be ready next the following year either. You think he's ready in 2022? I think or he's ready. Or 2023? Yeah, I think he's ready in 2023. Okay. All right. He's ended this year at Bowie. So next year he's going to end at Norfolk. Okay. So then, you're, so then you're putting in a placeholder gambling on your AAA guy. Yeah. Um, at shortstop... 
And I think it's okay. I think it's okay for the Orioles to say, listen, at third base, we have Jordan Westberg. We have um, Gunnar Henderson. We have Taryn Vavra. Like, we have that's okay. we believe in. And if one of them works out, that can be a third baseman. But what mm-hmm. I don't want to do is saying, okay, Jordan Westberg's our shortstop. Gunnar Henderson's Gunner. our third baseman. These um, guys are Anderson our pitchers. Our second baseman, because because the guys are not all going to work out like that. Right, and you can easily move a shortstop or third baseman to second base or yeah. something. You can move them around. But you give me three really good prospects, and you hope that one of them works out. Right. All right. All right so shortstop, shortstop. There's like one name on the list we want. And by the way, that you hope one of them works out. Just look at our outfield. We have so many prospects. How many of them worked out so far? Yeah. But right. Anyway, shortstop. Um, dream scenario, of course, I've been saying it forever. Carlos Correa. That's Correa. my dude. It's the only guy we want on that list. Yeah. Anyone Correa. else? Is It's a big step down after him. Well, well, no, actually, no. Actually, there's a, there's, uh, there's, I don't know. You could argue like four great. All right. Um, give, give me the four great shortstops. Carlos Correa, Corey Seager from the Dodgers. Okay. Marcus, Marcus Simeon, who actually had the highest war of any shortstop this year um, for the, for the um, Blue Jays, and then Trevor Story. I like Trevor Story, but he's, he's getting old, isn't he? No, he's still 29. Carlos okay. Correa is the youngest of that group at 27. I like the age. Seager's 28, so he's young too. Um, okay. All right, Javier fine. Baez is another guy that could play short, but he also plays All right. second. Those four guys, uh, I would believe in. You're trying to improve the team. Oh my gosh, yes. But those, so, all those would be huge deals. Yeah, they'll be money and multi years. Yes. That's what I expect from the Orioles this offseason. Right, well, five year deals. That's fine, Josh. You're not getting it, but you can. You have every right to expect it. Um, my hopeful. <laughs> This is actually a hopeful because there is after after you get through Correa, Seager, Simeon, Story, maybe Baez, then there's a huge drop off. Um, so my my hopeful guy, I'll put two people here: um, Jonathan VR. Josh, would you have any interest in bringing Jonathan VR back? No, I actually no. Uh, I'm done with Lar. You are okay. Yeah, I thought he was pretty good for us, and I think he can. He be- was. I, I enjoyed him, but. That was a few years ago. He's now older. He's 31. I guess I'm intrigued by the idea of, like, a Mullins and a VR on the bases and their speed. And then you throw Mateo. Like, just the speed entices me with uh, VR. Okay. The other guy that – I don't know if this is a hopeful or realistic. I think he could be realistic, too. And that's an Andralton Simmons. Um, he had a down year for Minnesota this year. Um, but a great defensive shortstop for, you know, many years with the Angels. Okay with the bat, but great defensively. Um, so Simmons could be another guy. Um, but realistic would probably be Jose Iglesias again. <laughs> exactly. All our, all our short stuff is there, Josh. We could have Bilar. We could have Freddie Galvis. We could have Jose Iglesias. I know, but we don't want any of those guys. <laughs> We've been there, done that. Yeah. Probably got the T-shirt giveaway. Who's the next Jose Iglesias? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Now, pitching pitching is going to be even more money, but pitching is the biggest need on this team. Yes. So who's the, who's the top pitchers? And we have a bad track record of signing free agent pitchers. Previous yeah, administrations, but it's still a bad track record. Well, and it's not just in, in our defense. It's not just us. I was, I was just looking at the article 
Oh, now I'm blanking his name. For the Nationals, in the offseason, they signed the lefty. What was his name? Um, I want to say Colt. That's not his name. I can't believe I'm blank on his name. The, the lefty they signed to a big deal. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts the whole show. Um, anyway. Corbin? Yes, yes. Patrick Corbin. Thank you. They signed Patrick Corbin to this huge deal in the offseason. And he was, you know, one of the worst pitchers in the team. He had an approach this year. So it's not like there's just a, a higher swing and miss probability with starting pitchers. Right. I mean, and you never know. You never know how much success pitchers are having because of the division they're in, the teams they're facing. Yeah. Then you and there's, there's bring them to the AL East. Yep. Yep. I mean, there's a reason the Dodgers gave Trevor Bauer a billion dollars to pitch for one year as opposed to, you know, a five year deal. Because they said, you know, we want to give you a ton more money for one year, but increase, you know, decrease our risk, you know, in signing a five-year deal. Right. So, and I think you're going to see that trend continue where teams are more willing to give pitchers a lot more money for one or two years than, you know, right, cause five or six yeah, years. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Again, I think there's lots of questions in this offseason and free agency, but we'll get to that. Um, all right. So let's go. Top guys. Dream pitcher. Your boy, and this is outside of Oriole pitchers. He is my favorite pitcher in baseball. I know this would be your dream scenario as well, too, Josh. Another Dodger, Mark Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. Max, Max Scherzer, not yeah, Mark, Max, Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Mark, Mark Scherzer. Mark Scherzer, Mark Scherzer is the guy where you you accidentally. Mark Scherzer is the fantasy move you make where you accidentally sign the wrong guy, thinking you're getting the great guy. Yeah, and then you try to, and then you realize, it, and then you try to trade Mark Scherzer to someone yes, else. Exactly. Sucker too. Exactly. Yeah, no, Mark Scherzer's Max. where you missed up. <laughs> yeah, but no, Max Scherzer's great. Uh, any concern with him being hurt right now? Oh, with the dead arm. With the dead arm. No, no. I think I'm surprised more pitchers don't have dead arms. I and mean, we talked a lot about what happened last season. Not that's so true, especially coming games. off the short season. No, Max Scherzer's my number one. There's, yeah. ev- I like everything about Max Scherzer. I even like that he has one green eye and one blue eye. That's one of my favorite things about him. <laughs> in fact, when you when he pitches in Washington, and they put his two eyes up on the jumbotron and flashes yeah. the green and blue, it's my favorite moment. My, I love Max Scherzer. My next favorite that's my that's my second favorite moment. My first favorite moment for Max Scherzer is when anyone any manager tries to pull him out and he doesn't want to come out. <laughs> yeah, he, yes. he will wave you well, back to the dugout. He will yes. say, get back in the dugout. I'm not leaving this game. No, I love Max Scherzer. Yeah. He is thirty seven. I don't care. Okay, I don't care either. I don't care. I love Max Scherzer. If Max Scherzer could come and have a crappy season, and I would still enjoy Max Scherzer in my in my lineup, in my rotation. Well, and you could Josh imagine and I could, this yeah. is kind of dreaming, but imagine having him there when you got guys like Grayson Rodriguez coming up and cut. Exactly, up. it'd be great to have that veteran and, for all these young pitchers. Yeah, and imagine Adley catching Max Scherzer. Oh my god, it's wonderful. It's dreams. It's, yeah, it's a dream though. Yes. Um, so you're right. You're right. That's that's my favorite guy. We don't even need to talk anymore pitchers. That's who I want. Yeah. Two hopeful guys here. I got two for hopeful. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez. Former minor league Oriole. Okay. I mean, and I'd be fine with that. Boston Reds, current Boston Red Sox pitcher. And yeah, I'm fine Marcus, with bringing him back. And Marcus Stroman, former Blue Jay pitcher. More Mets pitcher. Mets. Yeah. Um, I like it because he's had a lot of success in the AL East pitching. That's for. true. Um, I don't know. I don't have the confidence in Stroman, but he's better than anything we've got. 
And I do. You, I understand your point about success in the AL East, and we've seen way too many pitchers struggle in the AL East. Yeah, I feel like it's you want a guy who's done it before. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I'm all right with Stroman. But those are still hopefuls. I don't. I'm not, I'm <laughs> I know. I think this is a hopeful year. Yeah. All right. Re, re, realistic. My first guy. Yeah. You've heard of him, Matt Harvey. <laughs> I think you can have Matt Harvey and the other guys. Matt Harvey's not going to cost you anything. Matt Harvey's not going to be a top-of-the-rotation guy. I have no problem bringing back Matt Harvey. Josh, if you just look on fan graphs at war, based on what the pitcher did in 2021, their war in 2021, Matt, uh, Matt Harvey ranks as the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14th best free agent starter available based on – Previous year's war. <laughs> Bring Matt Harvey back. I was I had no issue with Matt Harvey this year. I enjoyed watching Matt Harvey. He is higher than um, Corey Kluber for the Yankees. He's higher than Rich Hill for the Mets. He was higher for his war is higher than Zank, Zach Greinke's was this year. Higher than Michael Waka's was this year. I mean, he's ahead of some pretty good names there. Yeah. Other realistic guys. I got two more. Um, or I got three more. Aaron okay. Sanchez. Here's a guy who, um, you know, recently was for the Giants. Before that, played for the Blue Jays. Um, struggled, but I think showed signs in kind of his younger days as being a good pitcher. So mm-hmm. I, I could see them going for someone like that. Yeah. Another guy, Zach, Dave, Zach Davies. I like Davies. Yeah. I could see the argument to bring in Zach Davies. And it's not the star I want. But I can see the argument to bring him in. Yeah, another again. I don't know. Maybe just I'm saying guys whose names I recognize because he's another guy who was in our Myling system um, yeah. before we traded away. So it's just a familiar name, um, and he's coming off not not a great year um, with with the Cubs, and so I think that could be a, real, a realistic target. Uh-huh. And then um, my last guy, another former Oriole, uh, Cobb. For Sam no, Alex. Alex Cobb. no. I'm all right. I'm all right with. I'm done with Alex Cobb. Right. You know I what's don't. about Alex Cobb, Josh? Can I, I hope he's cheap. A, he knows uh, the system. He's he's got look, an apartment. If you look at project according to Fangraphs, projected WAR for next year. Yeah. Here's the top pitchers: Max Scherzer at five point one, Carlos Rondon at 4.1. Kevin Gossman. Josh, you have any interest in bringing Ke- Kevin Gossman back? I do. I like Kevin Gossman a lot. I like him as a person. I think he's a decent pitcher. I like him as a person too. I think he's I think he's a pretty good pitcher in the NL I, Yeah. I think I think Mike Elias would have no interest in bringing him back. Yeah. I, I, I think, think Mike Elias wants no memories of previous administrations. And and if honestly if he came here my expectations would be for him to have an ERA around four, around four point nine, mm-hmm. um, and which would help us. But I don't think that's <laughs> yeah, it is better than our guys. Yeah, but no, it's it's it shows Scherzer, Rondon, Gossman, Robbie Ray, Alex Wood, Eduardo Rodriguez, Marcus Stroman, and then Alex Cobb is listed at a two point seven projected WAR um, on that list. So he's listed as okay. a top ten pitcher. Top ten free agent pitcher according to Fangraphs projected to next year. Uh, Does that? It doesn't excite me. Yeah, he's going to be thirty-four. Um, yeah, he had a decent year this year with the with the Angels. Right. 
Uh, yeah, no excitement there. All right. So. All right, fine. I mean, his, his numbers um, this year, and he showed flash with Doris. He was eight. He won eight games, lost three uh, this year with the with the Angels, only through 93 innings, right, because injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but had an ERA of 3.76. I mean, okay, so the stats, here's the problem. He didn't pitch in Camden Yards all that time. Yeah, I know. Pitchers do different in Baltimore, and it sucks. But we see it time and time again that people leave Baltimore and do way better. So I'm not – I don't have the confidence that coming back will be great. All right. I'm just trying to prepare you, Josh, for and for it not to be Max Scherzer. That includes Matt Harvey and Oz Cobb as our big free agent. All right, but come on. But let's be serious. Uh, but what if uh, what if we did get Correa? We did get Max Scherzer. We did get uh, who was the guy at third base? Who's your top guy? Oh, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. Uh, this team would be something special. Yeah. And have a high payroll. We would have a high payroll. We would also need to start with Adley Rutschman. We would also need to bring up Kyle Bradish and Grace Marigas really yeah. soon. Yeah. Because we would need more pitching help. Right. But, see, I mean, and that's the question. If you but everyone would be talking about the Orioles again. Yeah, we would be, Josh. But if you bring in Scherzer, Taylor, Correa, is that a World Series team? I still don't know if you have the, the pitching. I, I don't even know if, like, I it, it is, a, it is once a week. Pitching stuff as it is. I don't know. Right. It is once a week, at least. Once a week? Yeah. When Scherzer pitches. Yeah, what are you going to do for the, rest of, <laughs> for the rest of the week? And heaven forbid if he gets hurt at 38 years old or whatever. Right. So, all right. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, and, and I would encourage you guys, if you look at the, I mean, other intriguing names, just random intriguing names. Nelson Cruz is a free agent. Uh, or, I don't know, intriguing names is the right word, but kind of familiar names. Other, <laughs> you just want to make a team up of former Orioles. That's all you want to do. Yeah, this is me actually on MLB The Show. That's pretty much what I do. All right. All right. All this is... Nobody else wants. Let yep. me re-sign Adam Jones. No one wants him. What? I can get him for a one-year one deal? I'll yeah. take Adam Jones. Um, I'll take Nelson Cruz, so, and then let's rock and roll. So free agency begins six days after the World Series. Yeah. So in about two weeks. You could have T.J. McFarland as a free agent this year if you want him in your bullpen. Right. But the problem is this current CBA expires December 1st at midnight. Mm, you're or, just always bringing me down with the CBA. I got to bring Well, I guess technically it's December 2nd because it's December 1st at 1159. So December 2nd, the CBA expires. That's probably going to be less than a month. That will be less than a month after free agency opens up. So, Josh, I assume they won't have a CBA agreement by the time free agency starts, right? I assume that I don't think they will by December 1st. So what's going to happen? You think... So it makes you wonder, though. I think it's going to be a really quiet November. Would, would no teams make moves until they figure the CBA out, thing out? I think so. The article, or, I, article, article I was dash to make moves before <laughs> the CBA messes with all the contracts. Article I read today said agents are preparing for a mad dash in March. Oh, so they think it's going they to be think that they think this is going to be slow, do nothing, uh, expire on December second, do a lockout a few days later, and hit an agreement in March and open things back up. Well, that's not good for the Orioles. 
No, 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 no. It's not. None of this is good for baseball. Well, but I'm saying, like, the Orioles usually like to wait to sign all your guys and let me see who's left. Right. No one's signing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then, then it pushes everything back. If everyone's don't, the... Don't sign someone in, in June. Right. So I was reading, so it, it seems like one, some of the big hiccups in this is that the teams want to remove arbitration, which is understandable. They, they want to change it so that instead of having these arbitration years, you just become a free agent when, at age 29 and a half. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about, but, 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 that, but that means that you're signing a comp. So how, how does contracts work? What do you mean? So you're, that's your standard. If you sign a contract, you extend it past that 29 and a half. But I'm saying you get drafted. Yep. You make the majors. You're making yeah. kind of league minimum. Yep, until Every 29 and a half. Raised. Every year you get a raise, yep. and then kind of based on arbitration, you get a raise. So how will you determine raises without arbitration? You won't. You won't. There are no raises. No one gets raises. No raises until 29 and a half. So everyone's playing on their rookie contract, making no money until they're 29? 29 and a half. No. The players want that? No, the teams want that. Oh, the teams want the that. The teams want it. The teams oh, want sure. The teams want, to, want player control until 29 and a half, where you just become a free agent. Right. Uh, the teams also want a payroll floor and to lower the luxury threshold. Uh, and the players are afraid that putting a payroll floor means that if they agree to a floor, that the owners will also agree to a salary cap and limit things in the middle. Because player floor seems to be an advantage for the players. The players. They think it's a trap. Oh, trap. Don't accept the floor because you can't have a floor without a ceiling. Yeah. Clearly, they don't know, like, what a patio is. Yeah, patio, you have a floor but no ceiling. Exactly. What about an umbrella? <laughs> Can we do an umbrella? Well, an umbrella would be a floor with a uh, ceiling with no floor. I feel like the umbrella. And that'd be a movable ceiling. The umbrella is the luxury tax. The luxury tax? Why? Because it can be raised or lowered? It can be raised or lowered. And just blown like, away if you need to. It it's won't keep you completely dry, but like, it does something. And I mean, to they discourage do. the rain? Right. It does a little. Right. It, it discourages the rain in a small area and gives you an excuse. But if you want to get wet, you can still get you wet. Just, yeah, you can take one step <laughs> okay. over and you can say, right. hey, listen, we can't spend any more money because. But I'll get wet. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Okay. I mean, but, yeah, Josh, do you imagine, though, with the CBA, do you think there'll be any – it seems like they fight about all these things, kind of Congress. They fight about all these things, and then they pass some little tiny specific law, and nothing really changes. I don't so, know. I feel like it, they're going to talk about all these big things, and then there'll be, like, one or two really minor small things that change. I don't know. I, probably, yeah. But also, I know, like, baseball – is making a ton of money. People call it a dying sport, but it's making a ton of money. I think there's some things baseball could do better. We all agree with it. If I was the players, I would want the I would want baseball to promote players better. I would want I think there's a big issue with starting pitching and how starting pitching's being used. I can see some stuff where p- players want some rule changes. Owners want some money control. I can see some issues. Um, but in the end, you you know how it goes. All these issues always come down to money. And it's the rich fighting the rich. And I don't know. At least it's not mid-season. Yeah. A mid-season lockdown is the worst. Yeah. Have this fight in the offseason. But I'm already going to be tired. And you're going to you're, – it's looking like you're, you're all over it with all these rumors. With uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. And you're already, you're already tired of it and don't right. care. But, Josh, I think about it as um, 
things I would like to see happen. There are two things that I would love to see happen. Um, maybe I should put this in my like my dream scenario versus realistic scenario versus hopeful. But my dream scenario, which I don't think will happen, but my dream scenario, yeah. we talked about this in the show before, is that they would address service time and get rid of service time. So I could see Adley yeah. Rutschman whenever. I don't have to wait for him to well, do and I think service thing. And I think that's part of this 29 and a half thing yeah. is adjusting service time. Yeah, yeah. Because then there's incentive of if I send them up there at 22, I have them in the majors for seven years versus four years. Right, right. So, um, yes. Because if there's no arbitration, yeah, yeah, that would go to service time. The other thing. Yeah, we hate that. Right. Any t- we saw that with Manny. Where there's talk of it with Adley. You hate anything holding your player back for a stupid business thing like that. Yeah. I agree. And then it would take all the speculation out. Because if you really are having Adley down there to work on stuff, then okay. But it would just remove all the speculation. And it would make sense with the shrinking of the minor leagues. And it would take us back to, like, 90s baseball and earlier when guys came up young. Yeah, I think that would be good for baseball because you have more it would time be. to attach these stars. I think it would be good yeah. for baseball. And it works for football. Football, they go straight from college into the, into the NFL. Basketball and it works. Too. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other thing I would like to say, but that's, I, I don't think that's going to happen because I think that's be too much work and would change too many things and too many concessions we needed to make that happen, even though I think it would be better for owners and players, but whatever. Um, the other thing I would, I would like to see, and I hope, I think this is realistic in Kenyatan, is the universal DH, right? That's happening, right? That has to happen. I'm tired of these pitchers hitting. I, I agree. I think universal DH, uh, I get the tradition, but you got to give it in for the players. Yeah, the players got to want it. And now it's just a matter of time. I think most people agree. You have some old throwbacks, but most people agree. It's better for the players because, you know, players can play longer as a DH. Um, I think it's better for the owners because, I mean, I think it's more entertaining baseball. You can make more money with a more entertaining product. So right. I, I hope that happens. I think it will. Yeah. yeah. And then the other dream scenario I have. So I'll put hopeful, service time, realistic, DH, dream. Here they got a new dream one. You know what my, my dream is? What? Division realignment. <laughs> That's not coming. That's not coming. I said, this is my dream, Josh. Division realignment. We're, we're no longer in the dreaded ALEs with the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. Put us with Pittsburgh. Put us with, um, I'll take Philly in there. I don't care. But, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Is there anything in the CBA, Josh, that you're looking at and you're saying, man, that's my... If they get one thing done, here's the thing I hope they get done. I mean, division realignment, it sounds pretty good. Um, robot umps? <laughs> no, I don't care about robot umps. I don't, uh, I don't care. Just to get it settled. I just want baseball. I don't want a lock lockout. I don't want my spring training screwed up. I don't want uh, Adley Rushman's appearance screwed up. I don't want the lack of free agent signing screwed up. Just get it done. Josh, but if it, if it does mess up, just think about it. If when the strike happened last time, if there was social media like there is today, you would have went viral with your field of dreams crossed out and greed written on there. You went viral. This yeah. would be another opportunity to re-make the sign and go viral this time. I believe I believe Actually, you know what? If they if they do a lockout, then yeah, I'll have to uh we can recreate maybe the picture. We gotta we have to recreate the picture. Yeah. We definitely have to recreate the picture. Maybe uh 
I'll be up there for Christmas or something. We'll recreate the picture, yeah, or I'll come up for just a like weekend that. to do it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we can. We will recreate the picture if they hit that. Because you're right. I did go viral. I was on every news broadcast, every newspaper, and even in a couple encyclopedias. Oh, that one's gotten a ton of retweets back in the day. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. yep. I'm all for that. Right. So that's something to root for. Yeah. Good idea to to do that. All right, ready to get some ball four? Yeah, I got to, I got to, yeah, I want to tell you about this new I'm podcast. Sure podcast, yeah. All right, new podcast. Let's just start ball four right off with this new podcast. Right. New podcast just launched today. One okay. episode out. It's one of these like season long podcasts, storytelling podcasts. Mm, yeah, familiar. All right. Yeah. All right, but this one's, this one's a story that's near and dear to us. Oh, good. It's a story that takes place in Baltimore. Oh, my. It's a story that we know one of the hosts of the podcast. We know one of the hosts. Like we know one of the hosts. Or like know about him. Personally know one of the hosts. Okay. I like, like I was chatting with him right before coming on the podcast tonight congratulating him. Okay. I like to where this is headed. All right. Big, big, big podcast. Do you have – it's called The Rumor. Okay. Is All it right. Like a, is there a radio or podcast guy? Like is it someone who is like, okay – this is not surprising. He's he's doing this. Is it, is it like he Jeremy is Khan, who we who we know. No. When does it's not Jeremy Khan. Uh, no, guy. Um, let's see. I think he's been on the show before. I've been on our show. Yes. Okay. Um, he is a. Uh, we've met him in person. Okay. At least once. Um, let's see. Well, but, but we'll get to the host in a minute. Do you? Oh, it's a, it's a, do you, what when I say the rumor? What do you think the podcast is about? The rumor. You're gonna go subscribe right after this show. All, right. I, all of our my listeners. Mind goes, my mind goes to Orioles, Baltimore rumor. We're going Kevin Costner. Uh, <laughs> Why would there be a whole podcast about that? Uh, Josh, there knuckles out there. Make an entire episode just about the Kevin Costner. But thing. you are correct. You are correct. Yes, yes. It is The Rumor, a story about conspiracy theories, baseball, and the Baltimore power grid. Do they know, Josh, that you already did this thing? I did one episode about this, and I told the host about this. This, All right, now. He stole it from you, Josh. Yeah, now. Copyright stuff. All right, now, we've worked with a lot of podcasters over the years. Sure. If there's a podcaster friend of ours... Who would you want to be the guy to tell a story about Baltimore? A podcast guy. That I a podcast make. guy we know, friend of the show, that you're like, we've had, we've basically anyone who's done a podcast in Baltimore, we've befriended. Yeah. So of all these guys, who would you want? Hey, that's the guy that I want to do a storytelling podcast talking about something related to the Orioles. Hmm. Mm. See, mm. I would go with the I like the the Baltimoreans, but they recently moved to New York City, so I'm not sure about that. But but Sam but Dingman how, is like this is what he does. So Sam have you Dingman ever met would be the guy? Have you ever met Sam Dingman? Um, yeah. I mean, we talked on podcast. I think I met him in person. Yes, yeah. yes, we met a person before. Yeah. Yeah. Where did we meet Sam Dingman? In Cleveland, right? In Cleveland, yes. Yeah. Sam Dingman is one of the co-hosts of is this he? podcast. That's yeah. perfect. You're right. Isn't that it is perfect? perfect? That's perfect. So I want Love everyone to go check out the rumor. First episode's out now. I'm downloading the rumor. Uh, I was telling someone down here today. I said, if you want to understand me better, 
you need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because I think it gets to something about the heart of Orioles baseball and Oriole fandom, this story about Kevin Costner, Cal Ripken, and the lights going out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad it's not some random dude I don't know doing the podcast. That's exactly. Cool. I, I'm, ba- I'm glad it's not like Buster Olney doing this podcast. It's yeah. a guy who, just like us, like heard this rumor in high school when we were in school. And somehow we all heard the same rumor across the entire state without yeah. the internet. Where we, you know, you talked about going viral. This story would be all over the place if it happened today. Yeah. So I'm yeah, excited. You know, if Sam Dingman's doing it, you know it's also going to yeah. be high quality because that's what he does. Exactly. Cool. And it's very professionally done. It's, uh, it's released by Blue Wire, which is, happens to be the same Isn't company film study partners with. I went right to the Baltimoreans with you. We said, I, uh, anyone. Like I was thinking maybe Charlie Hoppe. Yeah, no. I went, I, went right to, I went right to Baltimore. <laughs> and you picked the right one. You picked the right guy. Yeah. So, No. And I kind of thought I was hoping you would because it's the right it's the right guy it's the perfect fit. All right. Well, and I know pod- he's done, and I, I I haven't really thought his career, but I know he's done other storytelling podcasts. Yeah. In the- right. He does like the ghost story, ghost yes. families, family ghosts. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what happened is I saw this podcast come up, and at first I got annoyed because I was like, this is what I wanted to do a podcast on. I just you didn't have the contacts. <laughs> I did one episode on this as a yeah. sample, saying this is what I wanted to do a podcast on, and. Yeah, good too. Right. So yeah. this, but then this is, they're digging deep into one story for the entire season. So this is all about. All about it. The yeah. streak or all about Cal Ripken? I mean, or no. all about the Kevin Costner. All about the rumor, which it's I'm excited the, about because I, I still don't understand how we all heard the same exact rumor. Have you listened to episode one? I've listened to part of episode one. I listened to the trailer. And he, so here's what happened is I saw the podcast get announced and I saw it was on Blue Wire. I'm on Blue Wire. I'm a podcast host on Blue Wire because of film study. So I go over to the Blue Wire message board, and I say, hey, guys, who's the host on this show? I need them on 336 right away. Right. And then I hit the trailer, and, it, and the trailer's playing, and it's, it's got audio from Kevin Cosner. It's got audio from Cal talking about it. It's got Rock yeah. or John Mioli, one of those guys. I don't remember which one. That was uh, pre-John Mioli, right? Yeah, so I think it was rock. It was a yeah. bu- anyway. It was a bunch of voices I recognized. They didn't say who the voices were, but I recognized the voices because well, they're interviewed generally now. Right, I guess yeah. they're voices, but it was voices I recognized because they're Baltimore sports guys. And suddenly they're like, "Your host Max and Sam Thingman," and I'm like, "Whoa!" So I deleted my I message on Blue Wire and just went straight to texting Sam yeah. and saying, "Guys, it's, you got to get on here." So we're working it out that Sam you have and Sam's phone number. Yeah, you have Sam on your phone. Yeah, you want it. No, I might have it on my phone. Okay. All right. So anyway, I reached out. We're going to get him and Max on soon to talk about this. Yeah, no, that'd be But fun. I assume it's weekly. First episode dropped today. Check it out. It's the rumor. Yeah, I will be checking that out. And I'm pretty I, – I don't even care if we have any more ball fours. No, balls. I don't really have any I just want, I think this is just something we had to talk about. Yeah, that's cool. No, I'm pumped for that. I'm so, pumped to have them on the show. I think that – yeah, it's going to be cool. It'll be fun. We'll definitely uh, – yeah. It's just – it's so amazing that it's a true Baltimore guy telling the story. Well, I think he lives in New York now. Yeah, but it's a guy who grew up in this area. Well, it had a Baltimore Orioles podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For several years. Yeah. Exactly, and we'll talk to him about the Baltimoreans. Yeah. I'm sure, but it's just—it was just fun to see it being a friend of a show. And there's no way that this podcast is not going to be successful. Well, it'll be at least here in Baltimore. <laughs> it'll be I, successful. I think it's going to be successful all over the place. It's a great so. story. It's fun. If they can really dig into it. It's going to be a fun podcast. Yeah, and I feel that, yeah, it's a great topic as far as even other seasons. Uh, yeah. Plenty to choose from as far yep. as conspiracies and sports. 
Yeah. Or in baseball specifically. Right. So, uh, so I forgot to ask you, how'd your flight go back to Baltimore? You, you came down here to St. Augustine. You checked out the sites down here. You went to Bucky's. With the Bucky's. <laughs> I've been telling, I've been praising everyone at Bucky about Bucky's on here uh, months. How would how you like Bucky's? Uh, uh, highlight of your trip. The highlight of my trip. <laughs> um, until, you know, I, Josh, I got to the airport and um, I went through security, no, no problem. I'm usually the guy who had initial security. This time I went through, right. no problem. No, yeah, you pre planned. But Emily was pulled aside. They opened up her bag. They opened up her bag. They had to open up and check things out. Why? Because of what? They they said they said uh, the you know the TSA guy said, "Excuse me, ma'am, what what, what are these?" And it was, <laughs> the uh, beaver nuggets. Sir, those are beaver nuggets. <laughs> and then <laughs> it wasn't yeah. just the beaver nuggets. She had um, at Bucky's. We also got this mix for to make because uh, we got a bunch of apples as I talked about yeah. before to make apple apple whatever. But it's just a bunch of powder in these boxes. So okay. Going through all the powder and checking all the powder. Okay. Sure was, you know, <laughs> yeah, That's you know, fun. Yeah. Beaver, she had beaver nuggets in the back, too. Beaver nuggets are great. Have you eaten the beaver nuggets? You didn't, you didn't like the t- beaver nuggets? I don't like the beaver nuggets. Uh, but, but what about... Bucky's is a very cool score, store. I don't really understand. Like, there was a lot of stuff with Bucky's on it or with the little beaver yeah. on it. I don't really understand. I told you. Everyone's getting Bucky stuff Bucky for Christmas. Shirt. I don't... Okay, I don't want a Bucky's shirt though. I don't no, want you're getting one. Beaver staring at the. I don't want pajamas with a bunch of beavers on it. I'll pass on that. Yeah, you're getting something from Bucky's for Christmas. Okay, well, they, well, then, then, then give me some of those animal crackers dipped in yogurt and chocolate, or some <laughs> good beef jerky. I'll, I'll eat that. Or that, or that peanut butter trail mix. Oh yeah, that peanut butter trail mix was banging. Like that was that was. I looked on the, I looked on the bottom of the bag, the back of the bag. Yeah. And uh, while I was finishing it up, and it said, you know, nine servings as I just finished it. Um, <laughs> as you ate the whole bag. I'm telling you, whole that's whole what happens to the beaver nuggets. Those beaver nuggets just disappear. Yeah. But, you know, Bucky's is cool. Um, yeah, Josh. If, I mean, I mean, I know it sucks. You're up there stuck with the in-laws, but there's, I mean, stuck with your parents. My parents <laughs> yeah, it's well. still my parents. But, but the, uh, but in-laws the, uh, would be really awkward right now. Yeah, that would be really awkward. But if you're going to be stuck with your parents somewhere, it's a pretty good location to be stuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was uh, wrong. Pool, yeah. walking distance to the beach. Like, I, I could get used to that. No, it was, yeah. It was nice to uh, get some time with you this weekend. Hanging out with the gals, playing pickleball. Like, yeah. I was like, after a weekend, I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'm ready to retire. I could go down there and retire. It's, I, I've told um, you before. It's like high school down here with all the old people. Josh, it, it meets, you know, all I know about old people communities is from what I've seen on Seinfeld. <laughs> it's Boca, yeah, right it's, it's Boca Vista. Expected. Yeah, this is Boca Vista. Yeah, I was just waiting for someone to offer me an astronaut pen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it lined up pretty well. Yep. So no, it was it, it was a good trip. But yeah, mom and dad leave on a mom and dad leave this weekend, so then it was just me me a single guy in Boca Vista. Oh, nice, cool, living it up. Yep. All right. So. Still right. sore from pickleball. Yeah, yeah, that was entertaining. So, all right, ready to get out of here? Let's go. I have to go. I'm gonna go watch some uh, Saints and um, Seahawks. 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 I put some money on the Seahawks for tonight. I put some money on the Saints. All right, gonna win some money. I don't. All right, yeah, we got a winner. Yeah, yeah. Well, my whole logic is, if you barely beat 
or you barely lost to the Steelers, you must be really bad. And last week, the Seahawks barely uh, ended up losing to 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 the Steelers. And so I'm like, oh, you must be bad if you lost to the Steelers. Yeah. That's well, my logic. and my argument is always the same. I don't trust the Saints. Yeah, well, I don't either. And, I, and I, I trust Jameis Winston. I don't know. He could throw for 300 yards. He could throw for 100 yards and four interceptions. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I tried to click on to see where the score was. And the NFL.com website is one of the worst websites out there. Yeah, I know. I have to, even to check scores, you got to go to ESPN. I can't even go to the NFL thing because... That, yeah, like, why is the NFL.com so screwed up that, like, when I click... There we go. Seahawks are up 7 nothing as we record. All right. Time to do some more in-game gambling when I get out of here. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Check us out on all your social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Section336 Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's and go Ravens. We are the Panthers and we run this town. When we step into the yard, we must protect this house. We are the Panthers, haven't you heard? We got that underdog stuff and we'll be crushing the curve. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.